0: Anybody
1: else? John. De- John has made.
0: I'm-, oh. I'm sorry. What was that?
1: I said John Davis has made it very clear to me to, uh, to definitely like when I was wrestling, he was a big opponent of be careful what you say in front of people because you never know who they know and what they know. And he's like, even if you feel, even if you feel strongly about what you're thinking, mm-hmm. do not say it. well
0: I don't know anybody
1: so well the people and that's the thing but people you do this and you interview a lot of people so people watch what you're doing you do not want to you don't want to say stuff that that anybody can construe and make it more than it is so like I'm usually on my best behavior when I'm talking in front of people now if you get me and it's just me and you in a corner over there talking and we're just bullshitting. There's no telling what I'll say, but like, I'm not gonna say something to to affect you or us.
0: So, in order for us to actually have a chat in a corner, you're gonna have to like probably say hi to me the next time I see you, <laughs> instead of just stare at me awkwardly and hope w- for the
1: best. I, w- I was I was just hoping for the best, right? I was like, man, <laughs> maybe Val will come up here and talk to me. It's like you see her beautiful hair and like you never came over there and I was like maybe I'm the awkward ugly kid <laughs> like maybe she don't like maybe she don't like guys with tattoos I don't know and beards no
0: I've, i <laughs> i felt pretty heavy with guys with tattoos and beards <laughs> much to my dismay
2: <laughs> oh, <okay.
1: laughs> but others are bad, and then there's some of us that are good at being bad.
0: <laughs> and I appreciate, apparently, all types. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome everybody to the stack. Um, chit-chat already in progress. I have Chuck here with um, Wrestling Over Everything. Um, I... I apparently looked at him uh, Mania weekend, but did not go over and say hello.
1: I I, I thought I was going to have to see if they had like a pint of Rocky Road ice cream and like one of, like a couple of airplane bottles of uh, Jack Daniels, and I was going to go sit in that weirdly placed spare ring that GCW had on the other side of the arena. I thought I was going to go get in the corner and lay in fetal position and eat ice cream and sip like a like crazy person, like sip out of the airplane bottles until you came over there and saw me. But uh, it, it, I couldn't find ice cream. I had airplane bottles, but I didn't. I could, not, could not find ice cream.
0: I had ice cream in my Airbnb, and I could have brought it if I would have talked to you.
1: <laughs> I had an Airbnb that I literally saw the inside of it. With my eyes open for a total of like ten minutes, the rest of like I was at GCW. I don't I, like I don't understand how people do this on like an every year basis, especially the wrestlers. Like I know how hectic it was for us, but like the people that are working the shows, like I don't know how they do it. I uh because I uh you know I didn't get any of that. Like I didn't get no sleep. I was running off like four hours of sleep when we left dallas i was like this is crazy
0: i mean as a fan who just attended shows i had a blast (laughs) i went (laughs) i went to all the shows um i went to all the gcw shows except for the lucha show that's when i went to the no Peace show and then i went to two more shows on sunday out in arlington
1: so we did all the GCW shows. We did the No Peace show. Uh, we did Sir uh, our sword for Sermo. Okay. Uh, and New Texas. And I'm looking at stuff Sunday morning, and I was like, maybe we could. know I want to go home. I want. I want to see like a normal sleep schedule, instead of like. Four to five hours over a weekend, you know, like I want to see my four hours tonight. Like I I need some, I need some type of sleep. I slept in the ring. Like Nina, like, looked over and was like, there's people here to buy stuff. (laughs) I'd been asleep for like 10 minutes. We left my oldest kid at the venue. I'm, when I say we, I mean, like Nina said that he left with Paula. He didn't leave with Paula. He was asleep on the other side of the ring. So he called me like 15 minutes away from the venue. He's like, uh, how am I getting home? I was like, you've already left. What do you mean? He's like, I'm sitting here by the ring, Dad. Shit.
0: And you're like, well, I guess you're calling an Uber, kid.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. I won parent of the, uh, you know, parent of the weekend. Left my kid at, a, at the GCW show asleep beside the ring.
0: I'm sure he was fine. He was.
1: There was. He was, a sh- he was fine.
0: He was awesome. It was. It was
1: fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: no. No. No weirdos there or anything.
1: No, not at a wrestling show. No. No weirdos.
0: Completely weirdo free zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I had a Boston weekend. I went to fourteen shows between Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday um in my head i'm like i feel like i could have gone to more
1: but i had fun yeah like it was a blast it was the first like i've been to mania i went to 30 in new orleans but i didn't do any of the uh like the indie stuff we just went down me and uh, my oldest we went down and did the show and then came home like we did mania and came home so i didn't get to see any of the craziness of what all the indie shows were uh all i was in nursing school at the time so i i didn't i couldn't be away from the house for that long to do all that but it was cool like but like this was a crazy experience
0: yeah i went to mania weekend in tampa last year and then i went to the collective when it was in indiana in 2020 not during mania weekend because there was no mania because covid um and then i went to mania in 2017 in orlando but i just went to like um i went to one random indie show i couldn't tell you what it was or anything really about it um all i can i i met i met cody rhodes and i think conan was on the show
1: that's what i remember
0: um and then we went me and my sister went to WrestleCon and we went to mania
1: I met Conan when I was like 10, 11, 12, something like that. They were doing a house show here in Mississippi at the Coliseum in Jackson. And uh, he was doing signings at a trailer, like a like a, a lot that sells double wide trailers. Nice. And just like this random place, like he was sitting in there selling. And I walked in, he was the biggest man I've ever been around in my life. Like this was like during the middle of the Wolfpack stuff. So like you know like he was he was way bigger in real life than he ever looked like he was on TV. And I'm just sitting here next to this dude. I'm like you were gigantic. You could eat. And my friends, I was like you were so big. <laughs>
0: like peak K Dog days. Yes. yes. Hell yeah! When I was. It, so, Mania um, Weekend. I think it was Thursday. I don't remember. The days kind of blur together. But um, Dolph Ziggler did a comedy thing. Yeah. And me and my friend went, and it was it was a thing that I did. But he made a joke about meeting fans in Walmart, and I laughed so hard because I met Dolph Ziggler in a Walmart. He in 2017, when I went to Mania, he was doing, like, a signing in a Walmart, so.
1: Yeah, that's great. I went. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. Right? Why would I not go do that? Right.
0: So, um, are you going to Mania Weekend next year? Have you decided
1: yet? <laughs> With it being in, like, for me to go to L.A., like, I would have to take my entire family because uh, none of us had been past Texas. So like I'd have to take all five of us because my wife was like, You're not going to Los Angeles without like that's that that's not happening. <laughs> so I was I looked at Paula and I'm like, I guess you're watching the kids and she's like That means I'd have to take all six of us to Los Angeles and like I'd have to take off two weeks to drive because I'm not getting on the airplane. Um they'd have to get me they'd have to get me real drunk uh to get me on the airplane. And I don't know if I'm going to get real drunk to get on the airplane. But cheers. Thank you for letting me down tonight.
0: <laughs> By all means. Take take all the
1: wrestling up everything.
0: Liquid you need. <laughs> um I have definitely flown more during the pandemic um than I had in the past 10 years of my life put together. So
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: And Very fortunate. I have yet to get COVID.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. And I, like I said, I went to the Collective in Indiana. I went to Mania in Tampa. I went to um, an ICW show and an OP show in Florida, like February of last year. Um, I went to Philadelphia in October and went to a bunch of wrestling. Like I have been all over the place and I've traveled a lot and I still haven't gotten COVID. And it definitely makes me think I'm a mutant.
1: (laughs) My whole family, my whole family's had it. Uh, Like that's kind of where our, I mean, it's, I don't know if you meant to do this or not, or you did your research or not, but uh, that's kind of where our t-shirt company uh, began was after like during my, uh, my mom got it in October of 20. And, uh, she she got like she, she got real sick had to go to the hospital she was super dehydrated it caused uh her to get pneumonia and have heart failure and she passed away and uh at on halloween of uh Aww. and uh so like after after that me and john were uh me and john had been kicking around the idea of doing the t-shirts and uh well, it first it was me and Ray Fury. We had been kicking around trying to do a T-shirt company. And, uh, you know, whatever, it didn't work out where he, he could do it at the time. So I hit up John. Me and John were throwing ideas and stuff back and forth. And uh, Fury had said something about wanting to do a shirt that was like wrestling over everything with his logo or something on it a couple of years before. And I was like, look, man let's go do this. Let's be, let's, let's do this t-shirt thing, man. Let's wrestling over everything could be the name of the company. It'd be dope. And, uh, he was like, no, nah, man, I just, you know, I don't, I don't have time for that part of my, in my life right now. Like, I don't need to add something else to me. So I called John and John's like, hell yeah, let's use that name. So I asked, he just really? like, yeah, of course go use it. And, uh, we, uh, started the company to like honor my mom. Like, john was uh my mom's favorite wrestler she didn't she wouldn't even drive 15 minutes to see me wrestle but if john was in in the state of mississippi it didn't matter where he was at my mom was getting in his car and she was somebody was going to drive my mom or she was going to drive herself wherever he was uh she uh she let him stay at her house she didn't let nobody stay at her house uh after my stepdad passed away like there wasn't nobody staying at the house except for John Davis. She loved her some John Davis. Uh if, if there's anybody there in Wrestling Land that can tell me some awful stories about the John Davis, I would love to hear them. Um I'm looking for this unicorn. Everybody tells me it doesn't exist. John really is an amazing human being, and I love him to death. But somebody's got to somebody has to have something bad to say about him. I don't know anybody in the world that doesn't have one person that doesn't dislike, him. you know, like, like, oh, I don't like that guy. Somebody out there doesn't like it. And I'm going to find that person. So if you're out there, please message me. Wrestling over everything apparel on Instagram. Please message me. So well,
0: I-, um, I will say, um, John Davis, former guest of the stack, um, super nice guy, except for that he tried to make me fight somebody. And I just don't really, I don't really. People, so other than that,
1: well, who did he try to make me fight?
0: He was trying to make me fight somebody on the ICW roster, and I was like, Sir, those are all deathmatch people. I look like this. I was like, No, that's literally, I've never been in a fight, I'm never going to be in a fight. That's just not who I am as a person, right? But he insists I mean- that I need to fight somebody, and that's just not, not gonna occur. they so
1: like. So like I have a sponsored athlete that is on those shows. She wrestles on them sometimes, Masha. Maybe oh, yeah. we could do you know, Masha Masha versus Val. No. What what do you mean though?
0: Masha could kick my ass without even trying.
1: I mean, but it would be I mean it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fun for you. No, but it, surely but, not. John thought it was a great idea. I'm just running with John's idea. You two are terrible. <laughs> Gee, I found somebody in wrestling that said he was terrible. Yes! <laughs> what a life.
0: <laughs> um, for the record, I don't think John is terrible. I think he's very sweet. Um, <laughs> from the little bit I've been around him. I met, I him, at S- met him at SCI last year. He was very nice. Oh, I'm I went to SCI last year too.
1: He's a really,
0: really good dude. But he did want me to fight somebody. I am not going to fight anybody. Um, I just want to reiterate this. I am not fighting anybody ever. I'm not a fighter. I'm a talker myself out of my (laughs) situation. If my best friend is with, my best friend is a fighter. She'll fight somebody. But but I don't need to.
1: Oh, okay. what if she did the, uh, what if she was, she fought for you? Like she could uh, be your, she could be your heat seeker and she takes all of it. Come in for the pin.
0: I mean, she probably could, but I wouldn't put that on her, you know?
1: I got you. Well, I'm just, I'm trying to help both of you as in John and you. I'm trying to fulfill everybody's dreams.
0: It's not my dream to fight anybody. I don't know what. I don't know why people keep
1: insisting that so like, I do this. You're a wrestling fan, but you don't want to wrestle. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm with it. I'm with it.
0: I mean, I've been a wrestling fan since I, as long as I can remember, but the desire to wrestle has never come through my body.
1: I'm with you. All right, I, I won't try to do it. Anymore. I'm sorry.
0: I. Appreciate that, but I, there's also a part of me that just doesn't believe you.
1: I will. I will never mention you fighting anybody else again unless John Davis is around. That's the only time. I
0: bet. I'm Nina, sorry, do you want me to fight John Davis? I'm not going to do
1: that yeah. either. Great. Right. Like Anna no. would train train you. Uh, I mean, like, or she can get someone to train you. She knows everybody in wrestling, so she can get somebody. And then, like, she could give you all the secrets of, like, John's, like, weakness, which is his pinky toe. I didn't tell you this, but all you have to do is grab him by his pinky toe, and he'll tap out immediately. But, like, that's all you have to do. That's not true, either. I told you I was going to tell you all the secrets. I was telling all the secrets. I don't have any because nobody tells me shit. But, like, that's that's the truth, though. His weakness is his pinky toe. I
0: will file that away for later. On the yeah. off chance that you try to make him fight me, because that man, large and strong, could easily eat me, and I just don't want that in my life.
1: I don't. I I wrestled him once, and uh, I uh, I still see stars from the clothesline he hit me with. <sighs> yeah, I
0: I think about that, and it like hurts my chest.
1: He caught me right here, right right in the bottom of the jaw. Oh. It was oh, awful.
0: That sounds legitimately terrible.
1: It, it was, it legitimately was. I spit blood everywhere and my kids started crying. It was great. He thought I was dying. He's like, My Uncle John's killing my dad. It was great.
0: <laughs> you made your kids cry? Yes.
1: yes. I told you I won Father of the Year at Mania by leaving him at the Collective. Like, this has been a long running. Uh, a, a long-running tradition with me and him.
0: I can't wait till your kid gets a little bit older and has to um, take it, you know, take it to the ring.
1: Uh, he uh, he already thinks he's ready. He's 14. But he's in that weird stage where he thinks like I'm a grown man and I can beat my dad's ass, but he hasn't tried it yet. And I'm just years. waiting. I'm waiting for him to do it. Like, he's going to catch me when I'm asleep.
0: Well, I have faith in your kid. And I hope that that goes well for both of you. (laughs) (sighs) So how did you decide to get into the wrestling business because you you did wrestle for a while um it doesn't sound like you still wrestle
1: i uh i started in 17 and no that's not right i started in 13 and wrestled till 18 uh i had so i got like i, I was like anybody else that from mississippi that watched tvs and uh, WCW, like, we had this little TV, and it had, it had buttons on it that you had to walk up and press to change the channels because it didn't have a remote. This is how old this TV was. I uh, only had 13, and 13 was TBS. We watched the Braves game, and then we would watch WCW. And, uh, like, I started watching wrestling with my dad. Before, uh, before I was born, he was a deputy sheriff. And uh, he would do security for all the wrestling shows and stuff when Mid-South would come through the Delta of Mississippi and wrestling, the love for wrestling was born through that. Uh, it was like, I, I really started, I started wrestling because I just wanted to like close that gap. Like I lost my dad when I was 11. So I didn't get to have like a, like a, like a goodbye or whatever. And, uh, so like this is kinda of closed the chapter, you know, like being in wrestling and like having a wrestling match and doing something that me and him love to do together. It kinda of, uh, kinda of closed that chapter and it was just I just wanted to ref a match. It's all I cared about. But like I got in the ring and ref a match and I was like, now nah, I wanna wrestle. I was training to wrestle while I was refing because my the guy the company I work for, he would not let us uh he would not let us ref if we couldn't take bumps. Like he was like, you have to be able to wrestle to breath. So shout out to Jay Andrews, pro wrestling giga. Uh, but he would, uh, so I was already training and I was like, ah. I'm kind of, I kind of got bit by the bug. So, uh, that's, that's where I got started. And, and this is going to be the most country thing you've probably ever heard in your life. But we, uh, we trained in this small little community called Pulaski, Mississippi. Uh, we trained in his front yard in front of his double wide trailer under a pine tree. So like it would be in Mississippi, like when it's when it says it's like 95 degrees outside, it really means asshole of Satan. That's what that means. That's the temperature of it. And I um,
0: will remember that conversion.
1: Yes, yes. That, that is the same thing. Over 90 degrees in Mississippi equals the asshole of Satan. Um, so we were either getting bit by mosquitoes, getting pine tar dropped all over us, or it was raining on us. So we were training in a wet, nasty ring, or a pine tar covered ring, or getting eaten by mosquitoes. And sometimes all three happened at one time. The um, trifecta. So that's where I train and uh, I got pictures of me like standing on the top rope and there's a pine tree right beside me. And I'm like, like, this is the most country thing. Anyway, so we, uh, he, uh, you know, like you get that little bug in your ear. So we, uh, we wrestled, I was in a tag team called the uh, Abbey street boot boys. That's, that's really all I really did. Uh, I didn't really do singles once we got out of the phase of like hide your face you can't wrestle i don't want to ruin you i want you to be able to uh come out of the mask and wrestle as who you are so and i always went by chuck because i was like look if somebody calls me if if my wrestling name is is mike and someone calls me chuck i'm going to turn around and look i was like my wrestling name has to be chuck i can't i can't do this i can't have two names just call me chuck so we uh we wrestled all over the South, uh, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, Florida, uh, for about five years. We met John at this uh random awful venue in Mississippi that uh, was like an old uh, church gym. The church was not being used very much, and so we somehow we got the gym. I don't remember. I don't remember all the steps to it, but I went to the pastor and they didn't let us wrestle in the gym. And I was like, look, we'll give you money off the shows and pay for the lights. We brought people to actually, like we brought members to the church through us wrestling. So like it was a win for him. He was like, this is awesome. I'm getting free membership out of people coming to watch wrestling. And uh, so we were there and uh, John did a seminar and I was like, hey, John, don't you want a little a little human being to annoy the shit out of you for the rest of your life? And he was like, sure. And he lifted that arm up. So I just got under that tree. And I was like, hey, buddy. And ever since like, my uh my little my little babies, I've got a uh, three year old and a six year old. They make videos and send them to John, telling them how much they love him and stuff. And uh they call him Uncle John. Like he's been family ever since we met him. My oldest does not do that. He uh, he sends him messages and is like, "With all due respect," because John screwed up. He told an eight-year-old kid, "As long as you say with all due respect, you can say anything you want to after." Well, my eight-year-old at the time, he you know he's fourteen now, so he ran with it, and he's ran with it. So he'll, with all due respect. You're a piece of shit, John. And uh, John's like, I guess you said with all due respect, I've got to eat this. So, like, that's the, you know, and ever since, like, John's been family to us. Uh, we've got matching tattoos that say Ohana. Uh, like, that's my dude. So cute. My, that dude. <laughs> that dude, too. But he's my dude. Aw,
0: that's so cute.
1: Love oh, story. It's like a weird love story uh, sorry sorry i look i did i do this every time i just told you i was trying to find somebody to talk bad about it and then i spent the last 10 minutes putting them over
0: i mean like, still a better love story than twilight
1: yes yes it is
0: <laughs> that's adorable yes. um.
1: that's like, like this big cuddle cuddly bear now like when you look at John now, you're like, "Oh, he's not he's he's intimidating, and he might kill me, but I can hug him too." I don't know that I'd go that far. Oh well, you should try it next time you see him. Just give him a hug. He'll
0: he'll just like suplex me out of nowhere.
1: <laughs> Stop being I'll be just there. a
0: broken heap laying on the ground. <laughs> it only hurts for a second. For you. It, I mean I've right. good I've good insurance, but I don't know if I have that good of insurance. <laughs>
2: mm.
0: Mm. I mean I would maybe attempt a hug. I am a hugger, it's sort of my thing. But I would be I would I probably try to send with, you know with all due respect. Like, is it cool if I hug you? oh that's phenomenal (laughs) i am actually if i ever see him again
1: going to do that yes i I think everyone should everybody that's watching this say, with all due respect and then say whatever they want to and see what happens see if if he lives the gimmick see if it's real
0: or see if he eats you out of your shoes
1: yes see see if you die (laughs)
0: <laughs> it really embodies the phrase, "like fuck around and find out." Like, yeah, that that is exactly him. That, I don't know that I want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've seen him wrestle before. It's, it's legitimately terrifying.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> I sat there at him and I was like, "What have I got myself into?" I am fixing the dot Night.
0: I mean, you were smart though you made friends with the biggest guy in the room, so what you do? yeah, or so I have heard <laughs> so, so who I'm, oh, oh,
1: sorry. I'm sorry, what were you saying you that's that's basically how I got into wrestling, like it was a thing that we. You know, like, I always did as a kid. and uh, But, like, when my dad passed, it was the way I, I, I needed to have a closing chapter on it.
0: So, who has had the most influence on you, both in and out of wrestling? It sounds like maybe, you know, like, your mom and dad and, and John.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Is there any other sleepers in there?
1: Like, like on a personal level, that... Um, <laughs> It's just, the, it, it would be my mom and my dad and, uh, and John, like that. That's because John, you know, John's big thing was always to, uh, leave things better than you found it. And he was like, I don't care if it's real life, wrestling, I don't care what it is. You always leave things better than you found it. And so, like, I've always lived my life to, since, since he told me that, you know, I have lived my life trying to do that. No matter what I do, like in my real job, when I'm t shirt stuff, friendships family I want to leave the person that that I'm in contact with better than that family so like any type of relationship that's that's my goal so yeah I guess it would be those three my kids have impacted me more than anything my wife has made me grow up so much uh I was a rebel without a cause until we got married and she she kind of knocked sense into me or I saw what I was supposed to be doing as a man that I wasn't doing before I got married. So, I mean, those, those five or six.
0: Aww, that's so cute. (laughs) So what, like, what are your future plans and dreams just, you know, either within your, your personal life or your professional life with uh, wrestling over everything? Like what are your goals and what keeps you motivated to keep doing it?
1: I want to, um, I eventually like want to have a school so that John can John can train the next you know next generation of wrestlers uh if you talk to anybody in the business they will tell you that there's not many more people that are more knowledgeable or more uh in tune with what wrestling is than John like, I would love to have a school where John can teach the stuff that he does psychology wise, the stuff that he's taught me to the next generation. Um I would look run a promotion, like have wrestling of everything as a promotion. And so. it, maybe just an apparel company, t shirt company. Like like I wanted the other reason besides like my mom, like I wanted to do this so that we could uh I could get back to the like the locker room feel of being around the boys and girls. Like, like I missed that part from when I retired. So, like, this way it got me back into wrestling where I'm not taking bumps. That is awful. I don't want to do that anymore. But, like, uh, this got me back to where I'm around everybody. And I'm, I'm getting to meet new people that i never met before. Uh, it's brought people in my life that I, I would have never met without starting this T-shirt company.
0: That's awesome, like that's one of the things that I really loved about getting into professional wrestling and independent professional wrestling, specifically, the way that I have is just that I love meeting new people. I love talking to people, except for you, apparently
1: Because <laughs> I'm just a weird guy in the corner.
0: If you would have shrieked at me, I would have come over <laughs>
1: <laughs> show just blew you from the March movie.
0: I mean, I I was telling Christopher earlier, like, I was, like, meeting people. I was, like, shrieking, like, a barn owl at people. i was like, I don't care. I was, like, whatever. Any weekend, yellow, let's go. I don't know. So, oh, yeah. but I hope that I run into you again sometime um, where I can actually, like, come and say hi.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to get uh, more shows going north. Uh, so, that's a possibility. Sure, like I want to. Uh, I want to get to places we've never been. Like we've been, we were counting it a couple of weeks ago. We have been to 17 different states uh, since January 1st of this and year. Of yeah, since this year, Jimmy Just,
0: Christmas.
1: Yeah, we've been to 17 different states, and that's not the ones that we've been to multiple times. That's 17 different states. We've either How? been wrestling shows are drawn driven through those. So like we've uh, we've done shows in Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, Arkansas, um, Indiana, and then uh, we've got. Three shows in Kansas at the end of the month, and we have one in Jersey at the end of the month.
0: Where in Kansas?
1: Uh, It's uh, Journey Pro.
0: Okay, you're going to Journey. Okay.
1: 20, on the 28th and 29th, we're going to be at Journey Pro. And then Paula is going to the one on the 30th, and it's a company that she told me she was going to. I didn't talk to him so I don't know what the name of the company is and I feel awful. She's over there pulling it up on her phone to hand it to me so I can read it to you because bear I don't know. Uh, will you give it to me? It is American Wrestling Revolution.
0: Where is that at?
1: Where is that at? Bois- what? Poisington. That sounds like a berry you make wine out of. <laughs> I don't know wine but that sounds like something they would make wine out of.
0: I might be at the Journey Pro show on... There's one like a Thursday night and a Friday night, right?
1: You, if you go, Paula will be at both.
0: I'm thinking about going to the one on Thursday. I can kind of maybe swing it. So it's only like two and a half hours for me.
1: Do it. Paula will be there for sure.
0: Hell yeah. I
1: might. And then we got some friends that live in New York. And... uh they're going to go to the one in Jersey for us, uh, Invictus.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: They're
0: just... going to of
1: course. us. Uh, we sponsored them before. Oh, awesome. We, uh, <laughs> just by myself, like they're like, my real job, I'm 24 seven because I'm supervisor at a company and about, oh. like, 13 guys that work for me. Oh. So without having people to help, I would not be able to make all these shows, uh, Paula has been an angel heaven sent to help us with this. If we can't go to the show, she'll make the trips by herself. Um, if me and I, we will stop on the side of the road and we will sleep at the most random side stops uh, in the middle of nowhere on a country highway in Louisiana. Uh, like, she's a trooper. She'll go anywhere and do anything that's asked. Like, so you know her nina's come on board and is helping more than she could ever know um and now with amanda she's gonna go and do that one in jersey for us like we're uh where we're growing you know slowly but surely but without them i couldn't be able to do this uh and my wife cause little secret she hates wrestling um uh, Before I got in the business, she was cool with watching wrestling. But since I've been in the business, she's like, this consumed, like, she was like, you were consumed with it when you were a wrestler. And now you're consumed with it when you're selling t-shirts. And like, she talks about how much she hates it, but she's in there making stuff for us to sell right now. (laughs) I mean,
0: (laughs) maybe she just loves you so much. Right. that that she'll put up with it,
1: you know? I'm not giving her that much credit. No, I'm just kidding. She, that's the reason she, it. she loves me. Aww. But It's a family effort. Like, I look at all these people that i just talked about as family. Like, uh, we always say, uh, Ohana, you heard, is, like, our thing. And, like, it, it really is. Like, it's a family thing. I mean, re- like, you know, if you're in wrestling, wrestling is over is over everything because you have to sack there's so much sacrifice you have to do but like that sacrifice you're doing puts you in the uh it puts you where you're with uh your family like these people become your extended family that you're in the business with because you spend more time with them than you do your actual family so like it's it, it all goes back to that it might not be the family that like is blood but it's still family
0: So what has been the greatest obstacle that you've overcome?
1: Personally or?
0: Um, However you want to answer that question. It can be within um, wrestling over everything. It could be within your wrestling career. It could be personal. However you want to answer that question.
1: Personally, (laughs) it was the loss of my dad um, because I was 11. I was so young. Like I had so much to learn. Uh, as a kid and didn't have like a male role model to teach me that Uh, my mom did the best she could. And she, she, she played both roles and did it very well. Um, Business wise, it's just getting people to give you a chance. Uh, There's so many people out there that you're like, Hey man, like if I, you know, like if I hook you up with a shirt or if I, you know, give you a discount on the shirt, anything like that man will you take a picture of you know promote us tag us anything like that and so many people say yes and they don't do anything so trying to get your name out there has been the biggest like hurdle for the company is just having people to believe in what what you're selling the the i was talking to one of our sponsored athletes, he's a referee. His name's Jared Fitz. He's from uh, Fritz, sorry. He's from uh, the Carolinas. And uh, he is a referee for NWA. And when I was talking to him, he's like, Chuck, you're, you're the design school, your stuff school. Like, it, it's, uh, it fits great. Like, it's, it's high-quality stuff. You're actually out there doing things that people won't wear. He's like, but the thing that's going to sell your company is the personal part of it you've got to tell your story about it. So like, and he did, and, and that's not something that I thought about. Like, I, like I'm clowning around with you because I'm having fun, but like, realistically, I'm the kid that sits in the corner and doesn't want to talk to me about it. Uh, so I know, tell- because you
0: wouldn't say hi to me.
1: <laughs> I will set at the merch table like this until somebody walks up. So it's a, uh, telling my story is the thing that's, like, I the way to connect with, Because there's a place in wrestling for everyone. Not everyone's going to be stone cold. You're going to have guys that run the cameras, sell the popcorn, take tickets, put up chairs, set up the ring, uh, run the lights, press play on the music. Like, everybody has a spot in wrestling. Uh, Some spots should be just you being a fan and not actually having a part in the business part of it. But there's a place for everyone in this community, this community. Uh, the one thing about wrestling that I love is that everybody's accepted no matter what. There is a, there is a subculture of wrestling for everyone. Um, that goes, I mean, you could see that at the collective this past weekend. You know, like you went from death match to a Lucha show to for the culture to Effie's Show, to uh, Mission Pro, which I'm wearing Mission Pro wrestling over everything. We did a collab shirt. Uh, we're going to be there this weekend in San Antonio. Shout out to them. Um, we, uh, I mean, like you have so many different varieties of shows. Like you have everything, you know. Like there is no, there's no just one thing where it's like it was back, you know, in the early 60s where it was two two not very uh in shape white guys that were like and then this is only goes for Mississippi. I'm not talking like because this is all I saw, right? So you had two fat white guys that were locking up uh and telling a story. And it was great storytelling, but like it was very divided till like JYD came in. Like and then you have a whole nother culture gets to come in and be involved in something. Because um, he was bigger than he, he was bigger than any rock star ever in the south. Like JYD was it. Um, so like it's it's that it's it's being a part of everybody's everybody's has a place. Uh, wrestling accepts everyone. Um, I have a friend that she was talking about it. She was like, you know, I didn't come out of the closet till. Um, I was in my teenage years, but the one thing that always brought me and my family together was wrestling. And she always talks about how the headbangers, she's like, there was two men in skirts wrestling. And my parents were absolutely okay with that because it was wrestling. And like, I get to see, I get to see a dude that goes in the ring, says, hell yes, stuns his balls, flips him off, drinks beer, pours it all over him. And then I get to see a guy that's from hell come out in a red suit. They can't talk. Uh, and then I get to see two dudes that are in kilts or skirts wrestling. And then you got the nation of domination. Like you have so many things that everybody can come together, no matter, you know, race, creed, color, sex, whatever, like you can come together and watch and everybody's there for it. Like you're, you're there as a fan. And then you go back to the real world. So it just is, like and at the end, wrestling's an escape for everyone. That part where
0: wrestling is absolutely an escape. And especially going to live events. Yep. Like, you know, I I went to mania, I went to like a bunch of shows, whatever. Like I was living in this little like bubble mm-hmm. of like the happiest I could be. Because right. I didn't have to think about my job or brand bullshit. Like, I was yeah. purely in the moment.
1: Yep. Yeah. It is a – and, like, I tell everybody, like – My phone six in a dial. Hold on. Sorry. Like, I tell – like, my wife was like, I just don't understand the, the reason why you love it so much when I was wrestling. And I'm like, if I could bottle up the emotion i feel when i get to walk out the curtain and uh and hear the it doesn't matter if they're cheering you booing you you know telling you to go kill yourself as a wrestler it doesn't matter what they're telling the reaction like that adrenaline you get from what they're saying and uh, the reaction from the fans there's nothing like it there's nothing that compares to it as a wrestler if they could bottle that up and sell it you wouldn't have a crack addict ever they would be all be addicted to that adrenaline because there's nothing like it. I played in punk rock bands and hardcore bands and, uh, it was that, that doesn't compare to what, what it feels like when you walk out and you're, you're in the ring. And for me, it was, I was always getting beat up and, uh, hearing that Chuck, 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 like there's nothing like it. I'm like, I've got the crowd tonight. This crowd loves me. And, uh, it wasn't because I was great in the ring. It was because we were a bunch of uh, maniacs that tried to make ourselves laugh. And that was – every match was trying to make each other laugh. Like, we – as a tag team, we legitimately tried to pop each other. So, before the show would start, me and uh, me and J.D. Jenkins, we would uh, – when he was wrestling with me as a tag partner, he was B- boot boy bubbler. He told me that he told us that training one day that he could get anything over. He's like, I'm that good. I can get anything over. So, we started – we were like, all right, well, your name is Bubbles. So, like, he took Bubbler and got it over. But me and him would grab uh, Shaky, which was our other tag partner. Yeah, we had weird names. Shaky and Bubbler is great. Uh, we would grab him by head, like, and we would drag him to every kid in the building – and let him slap the shit out of him on top of his bald head. But, like, all the fans, like, they loved us because they could relate to the fact that we were, like, just one of them, you know? How you just pick on your friends and you act dumb with them, like, that's all we did. We just turned up everything that we would normally do on a daily basis and do it. Uh, Shaky's, Shaky's legit wife, he met at a wrestling show, and it was because I was like, hey, hey, what's your name? And she was like, Anna. And I was like, this is shaky. He likes long walks on the beach. He likes to go horseback riding naked. We don't have beaches or like, I mean, we do have beaches here, but they're awful. And I don't know if you could horse ride naked on them or not. In fact, I don't know if you want to see shit. Anyway, um, but like they met through wrestling and it was because of me being dumb like that, that we uh, like they met and like we called him our pet idiot. And he wouldn't come down. He would get so annoyed by us. We'd be on the mic standing there against the ring, just looking at each other talking. And we would auction Shakey off every show. Nobody ever bought him. We tried to. We would take shekels for him, and nobody would give us shekels. Um, so, I mean, like, it was just a way to connect that was different from anything anybody else was doing. Like, nobody else was doing what we were doing. And all we were doing was trying to make each other laugh. All the stuff we talked about in the car ride, we just did and it was at the show. And it was never planned. We would just go out there and grab a mic and start talking to people. You know that, like, weird point where you walk into the show and, like, sometimes there's very low music playing and everybody's just kind of sitting there not talking to anybody. None of the wrestlers are out yet. That's when we were out there doing that. So, like, we were, like, the the pre-show entertainment. And, like, nobody ever asked us to do it. We just went out there and grabbed mics. And it didn't matter what promotion we were at. We just went out there and just did whatever we were going to do. But, I mean, it made us, you know, somewhat successful in the Gulf Coast region. And we got to have a lot of fun doing it.
0: Well, it's stuff like that that fans, like, kind of makes, like, as a fan, like, something like that would make me, like, remember you. And like, yep. oh, those are those guys from before the show. Right. Ha ha ha. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Right.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we we once we realized it worked, it became something we like we always did, but it didn't start out to try to like it wasn't something that we were like some hidden wrestling agenda like, all right, we're gonna try this, try this to see if we can get over it with these people. It wasn't that at all. It was just the way it you know, it just happened. Like, organically, we uh, we were like a comedy wrestling group that we would never set out to do comedy wrestling. Like, our comedy wrestling was such subtleness, but it wasn't, like, we wasn't out there, like, ha, 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 funny wrestling. Like, it was legit matches. We just did funny stuff in there to make each other laugh.
0: I can hear your thunder.
1: It is. I thought it was gone. I was just sitting here thinking about how the rain was going, and then it's thundering again.
0: It's God cool. It's
1: like a, it. I hope it doesn't go out again.
0: It gives a cool ambience
1: to <laughs>
0: to the talk. <laughs> like you're talking about putting yourself, you know, like getting over, and right. thunder in the background.
1: Now I just think Excellent. Garth Brooks playing in the background. The
0: thunder, sorry, I <laughs> am. <laughs> <laughs> I am she old. She started singing it. I very well could. I am old, and I am from middle of nowhere, South Dakota. So, hell yeah, I know Garth
1: Brooks. I, we're going to see him at uh, LSU Stadium at the end of the month. I'm pretty stoked. Jealous.
0: I would love to. Every time he's come through here, tickets are so damn expensive.
1: So my, I told my wife I wanted to go, and uh, I was like, don't spend the money. I was like, I don't want to spend the money on going. And then, like, She's like, guess what I did today? And this was like three or four days later, the day they went on sale. She's like, guess what I did today? I was like, I'm hoping it was buy something super sexy for tonight. And she sent me pictures of the of the tickets. I was like, that is not what I was wanting, but I am super
2: cool with that too.
1: And uh, so me, uh, she bought three tickets for me, her, and our oldest. To go well, that for. is
0: gonna be awesome i'm jealous
1: super stoked for that
0: so what would you consider your greatest achievement in the wrestling business either when you were wrestling or now with wrestling over everything Hmm. and that can be whatever that means to you like it doesn't like it can be like a title or you can be like matches or whatever anything anything whatever you consider your greatest achievement
1: the the guys that I've helped in the business would be my greatest achievement. Like the, it, it, like I was never a wrestler that wanted to put myself over. I never I never cared about winning or losing. I wanted the person I was wrestling. Like I would lose to everybody. I didn't care. I, I wanted the person I was wrestling to win because I wanted them to get the most out of the match they could. So like all the people that I've helped train help. Um, help get to where they're at you know like i told uh i told one of them i was like it doesn't matter if me and you were friends for the rest of our life or if we quit being friends today if you make it i made it i was like you don't even have to give me credit for it but to know that a dude that i had you know my hand is on and he's he's somewhere and he's doing big things bigger than just like andy's here in mississippi and he's out there actually traveling, busting his ass and making all the towns and promotions he can make. That's my biggest achievement in wrestling like like as a like in ring competitor that's all I cared about. I just wanted somebody that to do something more than I could um as a company, it's the family that I made through it um It's not about making this i mean of course I'm a business I want to make money. Uh, I want to make lots of money. So everybody that's watching this, go to our website and buy everything we have. But, uh, it's not just about that. It's the friendships and the relationships and the families, that family that I've made through this. Uh, I'm not really close with any of my blood family. So most of my family has come through wrestling. So like, this is, this is what I do. You know, like this, my family comes through this, uh, so, like, that, those are my two biggest achievements. It's not about – it's not – it was never about me in general. It's about how I can help other people.
0: it's That's so wholesome.
1: Like, it's uh, – and, and I, I'm like that with every aspect of my life. I, I care more about helping others than I do about, like, about myself. And it's, this isn't about me putting myself over. Because there's a, there's a million people in the world that are like me. Oh. Uh, in that aspect, that they care more about others than they do themselves. But I genuinely won't, if your goal is to be bigger than what you are, like I want you to achieve it and I'll do anything in the world to help you achieve it. I mean, of course, yeah. Like you can help me get my goals too, but like, if you don't ever help me, it's not about that. It was about me trying to help you. Well, I hope
0: that, like, that is a very wholesome goal. I hope that you find people that feel the same and that help you the way right. that you help them.
1: Yeah, no, it does. It makes all the sense in the world. Um, like, good people deserve to be about, with good other people. Like, uh, truly. Uh, and that's what it's about. It's not, I mean, like, of course, like I just said, you know, I'm a business and I want to make all, like, I've got, I don't know if you can see it, but all those hoodies over there on the shelf right there, There's two shelves full of hoodies and behind the storm shelter, there's a shelf full of shirts. There's hats over there behind Paula. Um, Like I have a bunch of stuff that I would love to get, like, please buy all of it. Uh, But at the end of the day, like if, if other people, if I'm making my little bit and I'm not, and I'm slowly and surely coming out of the uh, financial hole, like I, like, I feel like I'm succeeding and especially if I'm trying to bring other people up too, at the same time.
0: I like that. Like that. And like, when you say that, like it feels genuine, it doesn't feel like you're pandering, which is nice. Right. Like people say stuff like that all the time. And right. You know, all
1: right. I think mean, cause it, it, it genuinely is that, uh I like I help train people at uh, Pro Wrestling Ego, and you can talk to almost everybody I've ever trained. The price that I that was set out for them, I think one person paid in full, and everybody else paid with time and labor. I can tell you right now, there's a guy on the Indies that is working all over the place that paid nothing for his training. I trained him in my backyard at my house. I trained him in a venue, like a uh, three-car garage we set up the ring up in. He didn't pay a dime other than he, he paying his dues. He didn't pay a dime for his training, and he wrestles every weekend. Uh, it's not. A, it was never about the money. It was about that dude having a dream and me helping him fulfill what he wanted to do in life. Like, that's all it was. It wasn't about, like – I could have charged and then, you know, the, you know, the typical tr- uh, promoter that charges three grand to train people and they watch VHS tapes and play wiffle ball. Like that legit happened in Mississippi. I'm not making it up that like dead serious, dead serious. They watched, they watched videos and played wiffle ball and that was their training. Never gotten the ring and month and it was three grand
0: jesus
1: um so like it's not a like that's a real thing like and all i cared about the dude was getting him getting what he wanted out of life uh
0: so so if if you feel comfortable dropping the name
1: or you can tell me
0: afterwards that's
1: fine i'll I'll tell you it is i'll tell you Uh,
0: cool i just want to know because i'm nosy
1: (laughs) No, I'll tell you afterwards.
0: Hell yeah. So what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling?
1: Gimmick. <laughs> Gimmick or brother. I call everybody brother. Um so my tag partner, Shaky, he uh he was my like we I've always looked at him as like my big, my big younger brother because I'm older than him, but he's like my, like, I've always looked at him like he was my kid brother. And then uh, we wrestled together and then he became ordained to do weddings and stuff. So I call him brother, brother, brother. Cause he's, he's three brothers. So like brother, like, and I don't realize I'm doing it, but I call everybody. Like if you call me on the phone and I'm sitting there talking, I'm like, all right, bro. And I'm like, God, like i say bro and brother a lot and then like if i can't think of the word i'm sitting at work and like my real job i uh, work for a locate company when people are digging they call us to come out and locate utilities and i'm a supervisor for one of them and uh we're sitting there talking and they're like one of my guys will ask me a question about where do they hook up on something. i'm like go down the street go to that gimmick and i'm like they don't know they don't know what that means and i'm like am i call in the cable tv pad a gimmick and i'm like what am i doing with my life so it's it's gimmicking brother so
0: when i asked that question i hear gimmick a lot
1: so yes. it's not just you yes. It,
0: yes. It, there's a bunch of
1: you
0: that do this so. yes um <laughs> yes. Uh, moving on to some kind of um less heavy topics i suppose Um, you, obviously you were a wrestler, so you traveled for wrestling. You travel now. And since you're telling me you don't fly, you clearly drive.
1: So
0: what do you like to listen to on your drives?
1: All right. So my music is very, very, um, all over the place. That was not the word I was looking for, but I'm ADD and I cannot remember the word. I was going to butcher it. So, um, we're just gonna go, it's all over the place. Eclectic? Uh, that's the word I was looking for, but I was gonna not I was gonna murder the word. So i like in real life, I have, I have one of my friends. I have to call him and I'm like, look, what is what's the big word for this? And he will tell me exactly what it is. And I was like, oh well, I was so off. Anyway, um so like I will go from listening to terror, which is a like hardcore metal band. To listen into 90s pop, I will sing all of the Britney Spears in sync Backstreet Boys songs that come on. I will go to listening to Boys to Men. Uh, we will listen to Pod. We will listen to um, any type of like 90s, early 2000s hip hop. I will go to listen to praise and worship music. I will listen to Christian hip hop. Um, I will listen to everything country from Hank jr. Like the senior to new stuff. Um, uh, uh, Thomas Rhett, stuff like that. Like it's, it's everywhere. And I will listen to like five or six songs and I'm like, all right, I got to find something else. I will go back to when I was a kid and try to remember like bands that I've not listened to in ages. And I'm just sitting there. I've got, I'm, uh Apple Music pulled up, and I'm like, what was the name of that band that I listened to when I was, like, 12 that I know, like, four songs of this one album that was really cool when I was 12, but it probably is awful now, and uh, one of them was, like, this, I don't I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but there's a band called Pax 217. They were from uh, California, and, like, it is, like, it's, it's, I mean, like, but when I was 12, this music was rad, and I loved every bit of it and so like i'll listen to them and it's just for nostalgia um i'll listen to so john davis was in the tag team with uh cory chavis uh dark city fight club and Corey just put out a rap album i will listen to his music um a friend of ours dante smiley put out a rap album uh i listen to his music like so like when my friends put out stuff i listen to their stuff uh I got a buddy named August Artois. He's from Florida. He's one of our sponsored athletes. He was in a metal band when he was just like 16. And I'm like, dude, where's all the recordings and stuff? And he's like, there, there isn't any with me. They recorded after I left the band. I'm like, well, that's for shit because I want to listen to you do vocals. And uh, so, like, I, I, like I, I try to support, like, that stuff, too. But uh, I listen to everything. I, tr- I used to listen to a lot of podcasts, but uh, – when I when I became a supervisor, and my phone rings all the time, it's hard to listen to stuff. So I just I just listen to music because it's easier to press pause on a song than it is to come back like three days later and try to pick up on a podcast. And I'm like I don't remember anything that was said in the first forty five minutes that I listened to thirty three days ago. So I'm like I'll, I I just I can't do it no more. Now road trips I could I should do that but uh music is my my music taste is all over the place
0: so on road trips um i am i am a snackasaurus rock of snacks i'm like a huge snack person so like what are your go-to like road snacks
1: so the last since october i've been on keto and i've lost 46, 7, 48. I don't know. I lost nice. all, all my, almost at 50 pounds. Um, so I am I'm very like Quest Cookies Quest Reese's Quest everything. Uh, pork rinds beef jerky water and bangs and rains. Anything that has caffeine in it, I am drinking that, all of it. I drink all of it if it has caffeine. Caffeine and no sugar, I'm there for it. Um, but that, that's our road trip stuff. Um, with my wife and kids are with me, we stop somewhere and, like, try new restaurants that aren't in Mississippi, like, where we, we like to eat, so we like to try new stuff. Uh if it's just me or if it's just Paula, like me and Paula out on the road, we eat at gas stations. Um mm-hmm. we try to find every Bucky's we can find. As like I know that's like the new indie the indie wrestling thing is to go take a picture with the beaver, but like I've been trying like I've been going to the Buckies for a long time. I love the Buckies.
0: You're like OG Buckies?
1: Yeah, I love Bucky's. Um I've never been. So they have this texas melt barbecue melt thing and it's got ham turkey bacon some type of ranch barbecue sauce thing on it it is the greatest it's the greatest thing i've ever ever put in my mouth food plus uh i'll cease to say a bunch of things i probably shouldn't have said oh uh, i told you i wasn't gonna do it so i didn't uh, but if my wife is if my wife is on here watching this, you are way more important than that sandwich. Um I love you in my mouth way more. Anyway, um uh, but like it's the greatest it's the greatest sandwich I've ever eaten. Um they have this uh they have this burrito. Uh legit the burrito is big as my fist and uh like we're sitting on the side we're sitting right in front of the bucky signs and i looked at paula when i bought it i was like like i'm like because like it was my it was my cheat meal for like the that three-week process of being on keto and i was like all right i'm fixing i don't know how i'm fixing to do this but there's a picture of me like like this big ass right um I'm not going to tell you all the things that she said in the car because it's not appropriate and women shouldn't talk like that. Um, <laughs> women can
0: talk however they want.
1: I just said that because she's right there. I, I, I was, I, I'm friends with Nina. There is no limits that what women can say. Um, no, but uh, that's what we, that's what we usually, uh, like, that's what we usually snack on. We try to if it's, like I said, if it's just me and Paula, we're just, like, snacks from the store. But if it's the family, I've got to stop and we've got to eat. Like, we're going to have meals and all of that. Um, Where were, where do we go in Dallas? The place. Uh, Dick's Last oh, Dick's Last Resort. Have you ever been there? No. Okay. Have you ever seen the pictures where they put the, the – they write on a – like a paper hat and they put it on your head and it says like the most, most random dirty things they possibly could say on it.
0: Yeah. Is that the one where they're like, if you're over 350 pounds, you eat free.
1: I don't know, Why but it, it, it might be because they're rude. They're super rude to you. When you come up to the table, they're like, uh, it was kind of chilly while we were there. Like not for mania. This was a, uh, we went for new Texas. And I took the whole family and everybody went. And uh, so we were down there and we went there like we've never been one. Like I've always wanted to go. We went to the aquarium that that morning before we left. And I've always talked about wanting to go. And my wife was like, I see Dick's last resort right there. So we go, we walk in and they're like, how many? And we said six. And they were like, all right, well, you can go outside and freeze your ass off because that's how much I care about you. All right. Oh, I was like, I really, I didn't realize it was like, I didn't, I mean, I realized they were going to be assholes, but it, like, because it's, it's the gimmick of the restaurant. Um, so we're sitting out there, we come back inside and they write all this stuff. So for mom, they wrote, even my hair is scared of my face. Aww. Uh, for my wife, it was, has swallowed more nuts than a squirrel. Um, uh, Paula had super kinky, like kinky hair. Her hair was all kinked up and stuff. And it was like, her hair is not the only thing kinky about her. My youngest was, um, third child tax credit. My daughter was not mommy's favorite. And my oldest was, will it ever grow? And, uh, there was this dude that was not white sitting next to us and it said his was white man's or, uh, uh, hung like a white man. And oh, uh, yes. And, uh, there was a bunch of cheer, there was a cheerleader convention. And when they came, when the cheerleaders came in, I was like, please, I was like, our waitress was there. I was like, please, please, for the love of God, as much as you have called my kids little shits while we've been sitting here at this restaurant, will you please go tell one of them they're going to be a uh, will be sixteen and pregnant or something? And she l- legit went and wrote uh, "next teen mom" on one of their uh, hats. It was the funniest thing. the The girl's mom was so mad. It was so. Funny. Oh yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> that
0: sounds like a lot. oh it's great
1: generally a lot yeah like so they're i mean they're it's bar food and i mean it was good like what i had was good but it's i mean it's it's generally just bar food they had a uh, blow job shot i don't know if you know what that is where you they pour the shot and you have to it has whipped cream on the top of it you can't take it with your hands you have to put your mouth around the shot and you just take it so there's a video of me my wife and paula taking the shots um and my oldest making a whole bunch of inappropriate jokes to everybody that was doing it. Uh, he didn't say, with all due respect, I should have beat him up. <laughs> he didn't live the gimmick.
0: You got to commit. Commit to
1: the You got to the, you gotta commit. So, what's your favorite snack? Oh, mine. I it did.
0: So, I have like a whole theory around snacks art um the best like and you can build it out but like you want something crunchy and salty something fruity something um like chocolatey or like sometimes you can do like your chocolate and your are big good in one like that's the bare minimum you want the three you want right. something salty something fruity something chocolatey and your chocolatey can be a baked good. Um, chocolate chip cookies are, like, pretty much a go-to. Especially if it's hot. You don't want, like, actual chocolate. Right. I guess too melty. But you can build it out and include crunchy and cheesy. And you can we build it that. out further do, like, and put like, your baked good and your chocolate separate. Yeah.
1: We do string cheese. Like, we'll stop at truck stops and they'll have string good. We do that.
0: Oh, hell yeah. So, um, like, I'm going on a road trip with my friend. Um, we're going to Indiana this weekend for um, paradigm UWFI tapings and right. poke. I'm very excited. Um, so I've, al- I've already started my sack, so I do have beef jerky.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Um, I have uh, goldfish crackers. And I have like they're supposed to go on top of salads, but I don't eat salads. And but it's just like a like nuts and dried fruit. Right. It's like a good like go to for me, and I also
1: have have Mike and Ike's. Oh, Mike, great! Have you seen those? uh, The they're like Parmesan, like they're they take the cheese and they bake them. Yes. Like that stuff is what they put like instead of using croutons. It's keto food, but like we've got like a cloth like a drawer full of that, Uh, and that we just dip them in ranch. But uh, that that's. About the crunchy and salty,
0: like those are both of those. I have had those before and they were delicious. I am going tomorrow to pick up the rest of my snacks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I saw like it's so like easy and dumb, but I want to try it anyway. Um, I saw like a thing on Pinterest, I think it was Pinterest, or maybe I don't know, it was somewhere I saw somewhere. And it was they just take frozen grapes and they coat them like they shake them up in a bag with sugar-free Jello, and I was like, "That sounds good," because I too am low sugar at this point in my life, much to my own dismay.
1: Right. So we uh we use uh the sugar-free Jello stuff in uh, whipped cream, like the like the tub of whipped cream. Yeah, goes together. And freeze it, it's like ice cream. So, like, my wife just got on keto with me, she's lost like 12 pounds and like a week, and a half, something like that. And uh, she's eating all my whipped cream,
0: so excellent idea! Totally stealing it. Sweets <laughs> are my weakness, and yes. I'm trying to go low sugar. Um, I've been low sugar, high protein. Not quite keto just because I'm not that strict about it because that's just not how my life works. But right. um for almost two years now and I've lost fifty pounds and I've been like I've maintained the fifty pound weight loss for like right. a year. So which is annoying because I would like to, you know, lose more. But I'm glad that I've checked
1: off. Half. Yeah. Uh whipped cream, we use whipped cream like it's ice cream. Like the tubs of it. Yeah. You can have, you know, like if you're on keto, you know, you can have a couple teaspoons and uh you can have that fix for that sweet tooth because you can't really tell the difference if you're like, if you're, if you're in a need for something sweet, you can't tell the difference. If you're I mean, all, that bad, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously a huge difference, but if you're like, that sweet tooth is like there, like there's no difference.
0: I've definitely, like, noticed that um, things, like, that I used to just eat, that I tr- go back and, like, eat now, like, there is a, like, you it tastes sweeter, like, a- after a while, that like, you kind of,
1: yep. your taste buds go back to normal. <laughs> I don't, and I don't have, like, I don't have the desire, like, cheesecake's my favorite dessert, and I, like, I really want cheesecake, but, like, I don't think that, like, I, I haven't had the desire to like actually like go get one and eat it. Now I saw one the other day that was a Bailey's Irish cream cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I might I might kill someone for Because, that. like that's that sounded amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's right at a friend of mine's bakery that she works at in somewhere in Illinois. I don't remember what where it's at in Illinois, but somewhere in Illinois. So I don't have to worry about it because I'm not driving to Illinois for a piece of cheesecake. So we're
0: good. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of the times being lazy outweighs, <laughs> <laughs> it will
1: outweighs keep my making... like,
0: desire for things.
1: Yes. Sometimes it's like, it will...
0: it's like I'd like ice cream, but I really don't have any in the house and I'm really not leaving.
1: So... <laughs> for sure. Same way. I get it.
0: So outside of wrestling, like what are your hobbies? Like what do you enjoy to do? So
1: we, live, we live on uh I mean besides my wife, uh we live on uh we live on ten acres. Uh we uh we deer hunt, uh squirrel hunt, ride four wheelers, side by sides, do all the country stuff. I mean that's the reason I moved out here to ten acres uh walk outside just randomly shoot guns it's great um won't shoot at anything just shoot off in the woods i've got like this big hill that our house sits on so i just shoot down in the bottom into the openness of nothing uh it's cleared out it was supposed to be a pond and the guy that we bought from never finished it so i just shoot down there in the emptiness of this nothing pond um we uh we legit like going to do, uh like I told you earlier, like we type, like trying different types of food, different restaurants. If there's a brewery around, we'll go try different breweries, different distilleries and stuff like that. It makes it sound like we're alcoholics. We're really not. It's just, it's one of the things that we just enjoy. Like we enjoy going and trying new stuff. Um My kid, my oldest was doing jujitsu. So we used to do a lot of that. We moved out here and he kind of, uh lost interest because we're so far away from the school and all that. So uh it's really we just hang out here. If we're not on the road, we're just hanging out doing country stuff. Or so, instead of it we're doing country shit. <laughs> well,
0: um like I said, I'm from a small town in Illinois, South Dakota and when I say small I mean like fifty people. And Sorry, so yeah. and so I get all of that. I um the first time i ever shot a gun it was like two christmases ago and i went out to my aunt and uncle's house and i shot into <laughs> a dirt pile like
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it makes it great it's a great uh, stop for the bullets
0: right yeah so that is thinking the two times i fired it i was like i just want to shoot a gun to say that i've done it i don't need to like actively pursue this as a thing
1: <laughs> yeah we like we deer hunt and the two that I got this year I shot off of my back porch in gym shorts and a hoodie I didn't even get dressed I walked outside and they were there and I was like I don't even have to put camouflage on today I was like you made this way easy and uh I mean I shot one before I went to work it was great my wife went and found it we put it on the full wheeler took it we hung it up and cleaned it and uh The whole time I'm cleaning the deer, my phone's ringing. My guys are calling me from work, and she's holding the phone answering it. And I'm, like, cutting the deer. I'm, like, hey, what's up, man? Okay, well, give me about 35 minutes, and I'll be there. And as I'm just cleaning this deer, like, it's nothing. So, yeah, we do country shit. We do a lot of it. So, my dad deer hunted.
0: Right. Okay, you froze, so I didn't know if I still had you or not, so I apologize. Um, no, no.
1: no, you're
0: good. All right, cool. So my dad was a deer hunter when I was growing up, and there was one morning I went out to go in my car to drive to school, and my dad had hung a deer in my garage. I almost walked <laughs> face first into the damn thing. And I was like, Wayne, you put the deer in your own garage, no. leave it out of line.
1: So... The one, both the ones I you keep, know, we have a, uh, we have a shop in our back, and uh, there's an awning, and it's up against the back of it, so there's no cleaning of the. I have cleaned a deer in a garage before, on the back of a truck, like it was laying on the bed of the truck, and we cleaned it there. I've never hung one in a garage, so I did hang one on our play set in the backyard of our old house, nice. in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, I had to clean it. It was going to go to waste. I was, I had, I had to clean it.
0: You don't want it to go to waste.
1: No, you can't do. That. All yeah, that time need. I was no.
0: Oh, this is definitely the first conversation I've ever had on on the show with somebody about deer hunting. <laughs>
1: I'm glad I could be the first.
0: Me too. I'm glad we could share this together.
1: Yes. Since you wouldn't talk to me at many.
0: I didn't know. I was all over the place. Like, I didn't
1: even know that you were there. Right. I talked
0: to Nina. I talked to Paula.
1: <laughs> I was just the guy in the background. I'm telling you, I, I I made myself that way, though. It wasn't your fault. Like, I was like, I think that's her. Not 100% sure. I think so, though. Like, you had a very, like, there was a very, like, big presence around you. Like, there was people standing around you and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's got to be Val. Everybody loves Val. And I was like, I was like, maybe I'll get to see her when she's not surrounded by people. But that didn't happen.
0: Well, um, I did talk with a lot of people, maybe, weekend. weekend, um, But I wish I would have come and talked with you. And I'm a little sad that
1: I didn't. But now we've, we've been on this for like seven hours. So we, we made up for it. I don't know what time it is. It just feels like we've been on this thing. Like, not in a bad way.
0: <laughs> I was like, so wrap it up,
1: Pops. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. Did Chris, did Chris tell you how me and him met, where we were at, when we met? No, at the I don't Chicago think so. At Cattanooga? No, I yeah. do tell. I, so like. I, I was hot like I, i'm not a I'm not a deathmatch guy the, uh, you like, went to an, started... you went to an icw show sir what did you expect
0: I was going to okay, occur? So
1: i've never I, in all fairness I've never been to one I it. I've had more like I've been in hardcore matches like no rope matches tables ladders and chairs i've I've done that stuff but uh I've never been to a like deathmatch show um and like the, like we we pull up like legit the, the main reason we were going is because Masha and Akira were wrestling each other, and Masha was Masha's a sponsored athlete, and I was like, all right, this would be the closest I get to be at a show where she's at, and uh because I didn't know we were going to Dallas at the time, and uh, I was like, all right, let's go. So we went, and they were the first match. We pulled up when the dude in the rings counting down, five, four. Three and the show started like that's how and they put the show back an hour and um so we pull up we walk in as a kid was akira first i think akira came out first music hits and they start wrestling and trying to kill each other it was it was it was weird i mean not weird in a way of like that that's weird but like i was like they're in a relationship and they're sitting here making each other bleed. And then I was like, I was texting Cheryl. I was like, maybe. <laughs> um, but, um, uh, I was like, it works for them. It might work for us. Oh, uh, and the I family like, uh, that
0: bleeds together. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, um, uh, but, like, they started breaking light tubes, and when the t- light tubes started getting broke, and it's the way they sound when they break it live, it's not what they sound like on, like, TV. Beautiful. They started breaking. I just stood behind Paul. I was like, if you get hit with glass, it's you. <laughs> so, Chris is, like, right against the cage, and I'm like, he's fixing it. Duh. He w- There could have been glass all over him. He wouldn't have known. He was, like, 37 sh- to the wind. He would have <laughs> never known if there was glass on him or not he was trying to protect his wrestling over everything hoodie he was like he ran over there he's like there's no blood on it thank god there's no blood on it it was funny though.
0: i so i haven't always been into death match wrestling i really wasn't for a long time right. but over the pandemic like it made me hard as a person and so i got into deathmatch wrestling and um i've been to a couple icw shows um when i went to mania last year i went to like free i think um and i definitely got blood all over my shirt
1: (laughs) have you ever Um, been to a gore show i know it's not real blood but have you ever been seeing gore? no you said said blood on your shirt made me think about it like do you know who gore is
0: yeah
1: yeah okay so we got we won free tickets and so we went and my, my wife is completely the opposite musically gore is not her scene. And they started cutting people's heads off and stuff. And there's blood squirting everywhere. And people were just like, give me the blood. It was, it was anyway, sorry. You said blood on your shirt. It just went to my head. I know it's fake blood, but I, my bad.
0: <laughs> I. I'm, I'm here for you.
1: And so it's just, it was, it's just like the memory of just watching people get covered in blood. And then, like, we were at Mania and watching Nina run back and forth trying to stitch people up. And, like, I'm looking at Hoodfoot, and I'm like, look at your body, bro. Like, all these scars. And then I'm hanging out with uh, Cruel at the ICW show. And, like, I knew him before he wrestled this. like, I didn't realize, that, like, he was the same dude that, i like, got hung out with before. I've got stories about that dude and his – well, oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I'm not telling those stories. So I'll leave that to John Davis to tell – he tells it better. Oh. Uh,
0: note to self circle back with john davis about
1: yes. cruel stories yes. um but i'm looking at him i'm like dude i'm like you were busted open everywhere man you have scars everywhere i was like i don't i was like i don't get it i was like under that mask you're an attractive man why would you do this <laughs> same thing with the kid. i'm like and like i i legit asked masha i was like why I was like, I don't get it. I was like, I know how bad I felt after like just having regular wrestling matches. I was like, this is multiplied by like seven hundred to what you're doing to yourself. I don't I was like, not for me. I don't get it. I was like, I get that, like it's it's super cool. It's there's a passion for it. You have to absolutely love it. You cannot do it half heartedly. You have to love it. But it's not for me as as a wrestler.
0: As a fan, I do legitimately love hearing the light tubes break and them crinkle down to the floor like a rain stick. It's beautiful.
1: She stuck stuck a Sawzall to her boyfriend's forehead. Masha stuck a Sawzall to her boyfriend's forehead.
0: I mean, he probably had it coming.
1: And, like, that's what my wife said. And, like, and then like all that conversation that I circled back to where I was, like, I mean, it works for them. No, I'm good. If you do all the things I deserve, I don't want no part of none of that. She would, you know me she... Butt- she would strip me butt naked, strap me to a tree and pour honey on me and say, if you die, you die. <laughs> and I probably deserve every bit of that.
0: I mean, it should motivate you
1: to be... A better person, I agree. Yes. <laughs> so I don't die from ants.
0: Nobody wants to die from ants. No. So, with all of your traveling, most people have like at least one like really good travel story where something was either like really funny or like really like crazy or like you almost died. Like, everyone has like that like I've almost died story. So, like, what's your like best road story?
1: So, we, me, uh, Bubbler and Ray Fury drove to Jacksonville, and it's weird that it's it's at the exact same time of the year. Uh, it was Easter weekend. We left. Um, we left my house at like four o'clock that Saturday morning. We had to drive to Jacksonville, Florida for uswa john davis had got us booked on the show and uh we were wrestling the tag team was wrestling uh uh devon's twins terrell and i forgot i'm, I'm horrible with names it's terrell something i can't remember the other one's name terrence is terrence terrell and terrence uh if I'm wrong about that, I'm sorry, but I think it is right. Anyway, we were wrestling them. So we leave at 4 a.m. and we drive and we get there. Uh, we set up or, like, you know, you throw your shit all, get your shit out of the car, go in, say everybody, shake all the hands, kiss all the babies. Brother, brother, everybody. Yeah, you brother, brother, everybody. So we go, we get done with that and we go outside. We go grab something to eat. Come back, we wrestle. And I drove the whole way. And we go after the show, we went to eat with John and his aunt at Waffle House, and uh, Mm. we get back on the road, and I'm like, dude, I have got to go back tonight. Like, I don't have a choice. I was like, Easter's tomorrow. I got to go do Easter bunny stuff. Like, I have to. So we're driving, and I I get to – it was probably almost Pensacola back from Jacksonville, and I was like, somebody else has got to drive. I was like, I'm done. And everybody knows, like, I'm getting tired or I have to pee because I set my cruise control and my knees start bouncing. Like they're just, I'm shaking the whole car trying to stay awake or I've got to be that bad. And And uh, so Ray Fury was like, I'll drive. So he gets in the car and I go to sleep. And uh, I slept a couple hours. I wake up and it is so foggy that you could see maybe a hundred feet in the car, in front of the car. It's that thick. It's just nasty muggy fire. I look down at the speedometer. He's doing 115. And I look over at Bubs, and I'm like, and he's like, uh, and I look back at him, and I was like, bro, if I die, I'm going to die asleep. And I lay back down and went back to sleep. I was like I was like, if we die, I do not want to be awake. I don't want to be awake for the pain that's coming from this wreck. Like you literally could only see a hundred feet in front of the car and we're doing one fifteen. <sighs> um, without a care in the world. I'm talking about didn't
2: give a shit. And the
1: bat I mean the the great part about him doing one fifteen is uh I walked in the door, went into the bathroom, I peed. As I walked out, Cheryl just walked back by the bathroom, and the kids are walking behind her to go in there and do Easter Bunny stuff. If he wouldn't have done 115, I wouldn't have made
0: it. I never so did like,
1: it. So, thank you for doing 115, but I thought I was going to die. Oh,
0: my God. I've never gone that fast in my whole ass life. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. That's terrifying to me, legitimately terrifying. Um, um, but I'm glad you made it.
1: That was, that's probably the craziest thing. I mean, not the craziest. I mean, like, that's the the funniest story, like, is him doing 115. And when you call him out on it, he's like, I, I didn't do that. I'm like, okay, hey, you didn't do that. Um, Shout there's out. Other, there's, there's, other story. there's other stories that I can't say because one of them's married. He'll get real mad at me. It, it did not have anything to do with the cheating on his wife or nothing like that but like before he got married we tried to get one of our buddies uh there was this rat that was uh she was she was loving all over the good boys and uh I'm not going to say what town or anything i she she loved us and like me and bubbler would stand at the merch table and we would tell everybody that you know like if they bought one of our t-shirts they would look great if they went to a funeral a wedding a bar mitzvah, uh a childbirth, uh, your court cases, anything you went to, it would make you look better. It's a dress shirt. And this girl walked in and we were talking about her eyes and like this would make her eyes so much more beautiful and all this stuff. And she bought everything that we were saying, like, in, like real life stuff. As soon as she walked away from the merch she started messaging us. And uh, so we started acting like we're shaky because shaky's single. And uh, we we handed him her on the platter. She was, y'all can just come stay at my house for the night. I was like, I can eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And uh, it, Shaky's a better man than most wrestlers because most wrestlers would have been over there. Especially since the other two of us were married and we're not going down that path. I'm scared of my wife. Um, she knows where I sleep. I'm scared of her. And she watches every crime documentary out there. She knows how to get rid of everybody.
0: I mean, I've seen every episode of
1: Forensic Files. So, right, so you could <laughs> probably help her. So like, like I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not dying while I'm in my sleep by her. Sorry. I might die in my sleep, but it's not going to be at the hands of her. Sorry.
0: That sounds like a challenge.
1: I just challenged her. I hope she did not read this. I mean, read this. Watch this.
0: So I do want to give a quick shout out to Bumper Shot because he said, too fast, too furious. And I was like, that's a great fun." Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I,
0: was like, I, love good, I love a good pun. Um, so if you could go back, like, what would you tell a 10-year-old version of
1: yourself? Ooh. Hmm. to uh not to sweat the small stuff um and to remember always remember stay true to yourself because at the end of the day you are all you have um family i mean i've lost i've lost every parental unit that i've had um grandparents parents um so at the end of the day, you are all you have and you have to be secure in yourself. Um friends come and go, you lose loved ones. So as long as you're alive, the uh you gotta stay true to yourself. Yeah. That that's that's that would be the biggest advice. Um because for a long time I would get really hung up on whether or not like the people that I considered to be like family and friends and people that I considered to be close, I would get hung up on the the aspect of if they were mad at me or anything like that. And I wouldn't know how to, if I couldn't, like, I'm a, let's settle the shit right now. Not a, let's sit there and sleep on it stuff. And I've just, the older I get, I realize like, I, I at the end of the day, I really only had me like, I mean, like, of course, I have family and people that count on me. But at the end of the day, if everybody leaves me tomorrow, they, on by their own choice, I'm I'm still stuck with myself. So I got to be happy with myself and who I am. Because if you're happy with yourself, the other stuff falls in place. So like that, that would be my biggest, my biggest advice to myself.
0: Nice, yes, wise, wise words. So, I just have a couple more questions, and then we'll go to questions from chat. I think that we have a lightning round, and then uh, we'll wrap up and be done. And then you will have to Sorry. talk me anyone.
2: <laughs> no, I
0: love talking. <laughs> so, what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands, no weapons?
1: Uh, my, my doofus dog, Baker. He is a crackhead and I can take him. I don't know if I can take anything bigger than him, but for sure him. Fair enough. He, uh, John John hates it. He jumped up. The only time John seen him, he jumped up and scratched John. And John's got a scar on his leg from the dog. And every time he hears his name, he's like, that stupid dog. It's funny, but, but yeah. He's a, he's a beagle mix and he's a doofus. So, Did I say beagle? I meant lab. Sorry, sorry, lab, not beagle. Sorry, that was the old dog. Sorry. Yeah, I guess I'm the crack baby, and he's not. Oh, sorry. Well, um, the dog sounds great.
0: Yeah. I like
1: pets. <laughs> he's he, he's, a, he's a good dog for the most most part. Depends on who now you now and ask day, he's, guess. He's like two years old, so he's still in that like um. Super excited lab stage. Aww.
0: <laughs> so, how do you take your pancakes?
1: So, ah, we have to get like this keto mix, and it doesn't taste the same. They're not as good, but with sugar-free syrup. Now, when I When I was eating however I wanted to, it was all the sugar I could find. I like to go to IHOP and get the uh, cheesecake pancake uh, and pour syrup all over it. Even though it's got like berries and stuff, I want extra syrup and all of that. I want all the sugary stuff that you can put on pancakes. If I'm not on keto, I want everything that you possibly... If it's got sugar in it, I need all of it on the pancake.
0: I feel you. (laughs) To my soul.
1: No butter. No butter. I don't like I don't.
0: I don't butter either.
1: No butter on my pancakes or waffles.
0: I don't fuck with waffles, so...
1: Well, you know, like, when you go to Waffle House, you don't have pancakes to eat.
0: Uh, Yeah, and I I have hash browns usually, and bacon.
1: I get that. I'm, I'm with that, too.
0: They have, like, pretty bomb hash browns. And and then hey. for hash browns, just salt and, just salt and butter. I'm very oh. basic. You got to have cheese. Mm-mm. I don't need that on my hash browns.
1: I need cheese on everything I eat. Mm. I guess I to have cheese on it.
0: I can understand where you would feel that way. I just don't agree.
1: That's Not for fine. me. That's fine. We don't have to agree. <laughs>
0: Right?
1: Yeah. No, it's cool. That's the best part about food. You can eat whatever you want. I put cheese. We put cheese and jalisenos and ketchup on our aspirin. That sounds
0: like a lot.
1: It's good. Sometimes if you're in the mood, you can get the chili too. Birch chili. What's that? See, that's definitely not for me, but
0: I love that you enjoy
1: it and that you get creative with your hash browns. There was one time I went, a buddy of mine's wife was a cook there and, or the manager there. And we would go in during the day, certain days she would cook that we go in there and she was like, what do you want today, Chuck? And I was like, so I want you to take a double, like the double quarter cheeseburger plate with the hash browns. And I want you to cook all of it together and put it on a burrito, like on your tortilla, and roll it up and give it to me as a burrito. And that's the way I ate it that day. It was very, it was very odd, but I was like, "Look, man, you're gonna mix all your food gets mixed in your stomach. Just do it here. You're saving me the, you're saving me the trouble. I don't even have to use a fork now. Just right in your hand. Yes, it just fits in my hand."
0: So I know that you are currently on keto, so this probably isn't something you do currently, but take yourself back in your mind to a time where you could eat whatever you wanted at any point. Did I lose track?
2: No, I'm here. I'm I'm here. (laughs) I'm, I'm thinking about being back.
1: No, I'm back. I'm sitting here thinking about all the food I want to eat right now.
0: So your video's frozen, but I can hear you. So we're gonna keep moving, and I think you just you just unfroze, so we're good. I just didn't okay. want to lose you and keep talking and then not have you there. So it, think back in your mind. At one point, you maybe you were hungry. You went to the store. You were looking for something sweet because who amongst us doesn't love something sweet? Yes. And you turn you're browsing the aisles. And you turn down the cookie aisle, and you're like, hell yeah, I love cookies. And you go to, there's all the cookies and you're like, no, no, no. I want America's favorite cookie, which is the Oreo. So you go to the section with the Oreos and there's all the kinds of flavors, but you don't want the flavors. Right. You just, you just want like your OG like regular like chocolate cookie, white cream center Oreo. Right. But like you, you still have options, right? Because you can pick like the thin Oreos or double like, regular Oreos, double stuff. You're exactly where you're, Double exactly stuffed. where I was going with that question. That is the unofficial correct answer. Um,
1: That's so the only Oreo.
0: If I'm going to fuck with Oreos, I might as well get double stuffed,
1: right? Double stuffed or nothing.
0: Double stuffed or GTFO?
1: Yes. yes. Hell yeah.
0: See, you, the unofficial correct answer to the question. Um, I'm so glad that we had you here to do that.
1: Yes, uh, that is my favorite. That is my second, no, my third favorite cookie. Is What's, num-
0: What's numbers one no- and two?
1: Number one is, um, do y'all have McAllister's? It's like a restaurant.
0: I've heard of it. I've never been to one.
1: Okay, so their chocolate chip cookie is my favorite cookie. Um, okay, I lied. It's not my favorite. There's this place in Jackson. That's called Campbell's Bakery. And they will put chocolate chip cookies. And then they put like cream treat. I can't even talk. Cream cheese icing in between the cookies. Ooh. And they make like sandwiches. That is my favorite cookie. My second favorite cookie is the EL fudge cookies. The little elf cookies. Like I love those. Do you get the
0: double filling on those too?
1: yeah those are those, like legit i love those no one else in my house eats them so when i was eating for you. I, yes every time cheryl was bomb i'm like if you touch my cookies i'm killing everyone these are mine now my youngest will eat anything you put in front of him so i'm afraid he would eat my cookies if i had them because even the stuff like he doesn't like he's like can i have some I'm like you don't even like this, but he's like, I want your food. He eat your a little fatty. He's just hungry. He's he's always hungry. He wants everything. He wants to eat. That's all he does. He could eat a, 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 he could eat a like a seven course meal, and like thirty seconds later, he's like, I'm hungry.
0: He's a growing young man.
1: Three year old. He doesn't need all this food, but he thinks he does. I think he eats out of boredom because he's at home by himself with his. Just his mom every day. And I think that he's like, oh, well, I see mom snack all day. I want to snack all day.
0: I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm thirty 36, and I want to snack all day.
1: I get it. I want to, too. I understand.
0: Oof, I'm definitely a snack out of boredom kind of gal.
1: Yes, I am, too.
0: So, I can't blame anybody else for that. So this is the time where we go to Christopher to see right. if we have questions from the chat and if we have a lightning round.
2: Uh, we have a few questions from the chat and I do have a lightning round as
0: well. Lucky. I'm
2: excited. So, let's start with questions from the chat. It is the uh, it, We're going to call this questions from VIP Vic because VIP Vic is the questions from the chat tonight. Thanks Vic. So uh first question from Vic is actually about business. Uh he would like to know will you be offering the tie-dye shirts again?
1: That is a definite possibility of uh, we were getting those made by our good friend Morgan Case. Um, I just, it's IC. I cannot remember what the IC stands for because I'm horrible with Mm -hmm. the names and stuff. It's something creations. Um, I just went blank. I'm sorry, Morgan. I love you. Sorry. Insatiable creations. Uh, I think that's right. Anyway, they, uh, they were making them for us and, uh, she actually told me the other day that she had some that were, uh, she was fixing to send to us. So, I will have some, and if you message me on Instagram, I will let you know when they get
2: here. All right, Vic, there's your answer. Give a message to Wrestling Over Everything over on Instagram, and they'll let you know. All right, second question uh, is also from Vic, and it is also about business. Uh, what are the new items coming to the Wrestling Over Everything store? all right so i just
1: dropped i'm trying to count from where i'm sitting one two three four five six seven i think seven new hats i dropped yesterday um and i just ordered uh some new racerback tanks Ooh, we're gonna have uh leggings as well so right now those are the uh the three new things we're fixing to uh, to drop. We've got shot glasses that we only sell at shows because of the fact that I don't know how to pack the shot glasses, and I don't want to buy more stuff for packaging. And uh, have you ever seen the little clapper things that make all the noise, like when you, you wave them like this? I'm fixing yep. to show you. So these, we got these with wrestling over everything, and they light up that's Uh, awesome we have a bunch of different colors uh got bracelets uh we just ordered a new sticker but uh that's that's really the new stuff for right now um it comes in waves i'll see something i'm like oh that's dope i want our logo on that uh we also have a new t-shirt that we are fixing to drop to uh and uh it is good. I don't want to give it away, but it's uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, as soon as it It should be here next week, so as soon as I get them, they will be on the site. The new racer backs are different colors that we've never done, too. So, like, I'm excited about those because we had uh, like a uh, heather black, it's like grayish black color, and a uh like blue color Ooh. changed the two up and uh, we haven't we've never done anything that on print that was a different color logo besides the mission pro uh, everything's always been white but this the new stuff we're going to have is going to be black the black ink instead of white ink so pretty excited about that just trying to trying to do something different
0: are you gonna have those in
1: like fat girl sizes? Uh the racerbacks. Uh like a men's
0: double XL maybe.
1: Not in the racerbacks, but I do have uh the I do have tank tops in the men's that are like unisex. I guess they shouldn't be they're unisex tanks. Uh one's black and one's red. Ooh. I do have those in two X.
0: Okay. I like a good
2: tank. <laughs> Can we love just... Love their mom. <laughs> What'd you say? I was just saying we posted uh, the link in the chat for everybody to go hit you up on Instagram, so uh, go ahead and hit up Chuck on Instagram. Let him know what you're interested in. Uh, he'll let you know when the new merch hits the store. We, uh... We're trying to do. We're trying to do
1: different things. Uh, we're trying to do all everything that I possibly can think of. I told. Uh, I think I told Chris this, if I could put our logo on condoms and sell them, I'll do it too. He did. He did tell me that. I will. I, and I mean every bit of it. If if somebody knows a condom manufacturer, I will do it.
0: I bet you can. I bet there's a way to. I bet you can do it. I bet you can.
1: I will. I will try to. I, I, and like, I'm not trying to be gross by it. But I'm being dead serious. I will promote uh, safe sex, and McDonald's. I, I. I am. I will sell anything. I don't care. Uh, we did just come out with a new shirt. I don't know. It was at the collective. Uh, the pride shirt. I don't know how many people. I mean, I think you saw them. Uh, there
0: was oh, a I
1: lot saw of, a ton of people wearing them. Yeah, uh, we, <laughs>
2: Nina's. Nina's promoting them in the chat right now that we still have a limited number of pride shirts left.
1: <laughs> we, uh She sent me a couple for, uh, for this weekend. Um, so I'm hoping that we can sell all of those. Um, she sent weird sizes, but she did send me all of them. She sent me sizes for sure. <laughs> I, I need to lose weight or what with these sizes. What are you doing to me, Nina?
2: All right well again hit them up on Instagram keep an eye out for the new apparel sounds pretty exciting. I'm really into the hats if I didn't have such a big head i gotta get get you guys to make a stretch fit for me so I can not have to live on that last rung of the uh of the hat there
1: yeah for sure we uh low band just hit me up we'll uh I'll figure something out for sure
2: awesome all right last question from the chat last question from v i p Vic it is a staple question and it's very fitting as the last time we're going to be on twitch we end the questions from the chat on this question from Vic. chuck in your opinion who in wrestling has the best gear of all time Ooh, um so
1: i'm uh I, i'm just gonna go with like i'm a huge mark for sting and uh Bash at the beach sting where red, white, and blue face paint, beat, uh, flare for the belt. I've got that tattooed on my leg. Uh so I'm gonna that's
2: gonna be always my go-to. Awesome. Those were the questions from chat. Thank you guys for the questions, or I should say thank you, Vic, for the questions. Thank everybody else for hanging out also. Chuck, there's only one more question I have for you. Are you What's ready that? for the lightning round? I am super ready. All right. Ten questions. Try not to think about it too hard. The first thing that pops into your head. We're on the intro right now. There's lightning and thunder. You probably don't hear it because you have actual thunder going on. Yes. So yes. It'll be done in a second. We'll bring everybody back. And we're back. And here we go. Ten questions. Number one. Texting or talking? Talking. Number two, what would the name of your autobiography be?
1: I have made a lot of dumbass decisions.
2: (laughs) Number three, how many hours of sleep do you need?
1: I get four or five. So I guess that's the answer. But to actual function, I only need like two.
2: Number four, invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. That way I can look at my wife naked and she doesn't know I'm standing there. (laughs) Number five, cake or pie? Uh, Pie. Number six, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Uh, speak every language in the world. Number seven. When the zombie apocalypse starts, what wrestler would you want on your team? Oh, that's a good question. Um, This uh, Akira. He's a fucking death samurai. Yeah. Number eight. Socks and sandals. Yes? No, no, no. Number nine, and I was looking forward to this one the whole time. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is horrible. horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Number 10, one of my favorite questions of the lightning round. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Hmm. Huh. I am puzzled.
1: um I don't even know how they're made, aren't they made with butter? Like if they're made with butter, yes, because that is definitely an animal
2: product. that is very wrong. See that was that was that's the smartest answer I've heard to that question.:
0: Well, if you're vegetarian, you can still eat butter. you just can't eat like meat meat. A lot of times they'll eat meat products made from animals. Now, if you're vegan. That's a
2: different Vegan. story. Vegan, yeah, that's different. See, I eat meat, so I don't know any of those questions.
1: I don't either. Like, I definitely... I'm,
2: I, would... I'm definitely... I like meat. That was the lightning round. Yeah, so do Chuck, I. Chuck, you survived. <laughs> well done, my friend. Congratulations. The very last lightning round on Twitch, you succeeded. Val, back to you. That
0: was a... Truly delightful lightning round. You handled it so well. Many kudos to you. I
1: have, was, the last question just stumped me. I was like, I've never thought about this.
0: Well, we're almost done, but I want people to be able to find you. So where can people find Wrestling Over Everything? Um, feel free to plug anything. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, OnlyFans, TikTok, whatever y'all got.
1: I'm getting an OnlyFans just because you told me I needed one. Um, I mean. I heard you know. You, you don't backtrack. The, you said, Chuck, you need an OnlyFans site. And it's going to be pictures of my feet with stickers of wrestling over everything on them. Anyway. Uh,
0: you would make so much money, dog.
1: Ah, look, I am so for it. I am so for it.
0: Make that uh, money.
1: I'm I'm all for it. Uh, so we have wrestlingovereverything.com. dot uh, com. It should have links on it to all of our social media. I don't think it has everything, but we also have Twitter, which is at wrestling underscore over. Facebook is wrestling over everything. Instagram is wrestling over everything apparel. YouTube is wrestling over everything where we do videos and stuff of our travels, and I do like a like a kind of like this but it's not like it's a uh i try to make it as short as possible because i only have two questions that i ask um and so, so i try to make it but they always end up being 30 minutes long because i, I once i start talking to about stuff i don't shove up and then tiktok which i'm not active on because i don't know enough about tiktok my kid told me i needed one and he said he was going to run it and he was falling short of his uh his responsibility it is wrestling over everything uh we have a video of athena and akira on it and that's and i've had it for like two months and i put through the video so i don't do anything on it um he needs to step up his game um also uh we have sponsored athletes uh, uh august artois jd jenkins the heat seekers john davis anthony henry Amaris Blair, Jared Fritz, Alexander Gold, Stunt Marshall, Savannah Evans, Masha Slamovich, Colby Carino, Akira, and this new, new rising star from, uh, Arizona. Her name is Brittany Brooks. Uh, she's like 17. She just, she's been in wrestling. She started wrestling like in the past year. Super dope. Like, and, uh, So there, she's new to the team. Uh, I hadn't released that anywhere, so I'm releasing it now that Akira and Brittany are both uh, sponsored athletes. I'm just waiting on my friend to get back from Nashville to make the the graphics. So, uh, so since I just told everybody, I guess I told everybody here. Uh, The stack
0: exclusive, hell yeah!
1: (laughs) So we're uh, and like there's countless of people that are friends of ours that rock our stuff and um. I appreciate all of them. Uh, Thank you for letting us on here. I don't know if it was you or Chris, but I'm going to give you all the credit. Uh, Chris is the worst sometimes, all the time. I'm just kidding. I love you, Chris. Uh, But thank y'all for letting us be on here. I had a blast.
0: Yeah, it was good talking with you. Um, I wish I would have talked to you in Dallas, but can't go back now. Can only do better moving forward if I happen to ever see you again. I will be sure to stare awkwardly at you until you yell at me
1: and then we're gonna hug.
0: hell yeah we're gonna hug i'm a hugger
1: i'm a hugger too
0: hell yeah well thank you so much for being on tonight it's been an absolute blast um everybody be sure to check out wrestling over everything everywhere um thank you hanging out with me tonight. Um, I'm glad that we were able to get your weather situated and that we didn't have to interrupt it due to a tornado. That would have been really not a good time for either of us. Um, So, Chat, thank you for joining us here on Twitch. Um, Be sure to join us next week. Same stack time. New stack place will be over on the Action Wrestling YouTube and I will have the skulk on. So that should be Entertaining, oh, uh, if nothing else.
1: Oh yeah, dope, dope human beings.
0: I've never met them, so it will be new to me.
1: At 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 GW at Mania Week, super nice.
0: That is good to know. Um, so everyone, be sure to join us there next week. Uh, we'll be tweeting about it. Just you know, I never stop tweeting, so you'll you'll see it eventually come across your timeline. If you follow me on Twitter, or if you don't follow me on Twitter, you will see it regardless. I'm pretty sure everyone sees everything I say. So
1: (laughs) Uh, I I guess I I forgot this. Uh, Amber Young, Anthony's wife, she's, she's, she's a sponsored athlete too. Like she's, I I didn't mean not to, to leave her out. It was just in my head. I was like, Anthony Henry, her, they're together. Like it's just one person in my head. So I didn't mean to do that. Sorry, Amber. Please
0: don't so be, be sure to watch Amber beat up Chuck at some point. And, <laughs> and uh, thanks everybody for sticking with us tonight. Thank you, Chuck, for hanging out with me. Yes,
2: ma'am. Thank you.